Because you can't drive fast today, so no, we <laughs> need well, that yeah. kind of energy. Oh yep, my yep, goodness! Yep, yep. I was thinking we need to play Ice Ice Baby or oh. something. I mean, oh, I can think of no Cor- reason <laughs> that I want to play Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, all right, yeah, mm. that's fair. What craziness uh, is this? It's called a norista. Yeah, yeah, I know. I wasn't ready. Uh, it was raining ready. and 30, yeah. 37, 38 degrees yeah. uh, when I got up. And I mm-hmm. went, oh, okay, great. <laughs> and then I got on 89 and started elevation. Mm-hmm. I went, what's that white stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And huh. then I got to the studio, plow trucks are out. Yes. And the sidewalk uh, plows are out. And I'm like, whoa. And me without whoa, whoa, my whoa. boots. What's going on? I know. And uh, it was sloppy. Mm-hmm. Um, I see... Um, about a half an, hour, half an hour ago, yeah, uh, there was a crash southbound on 89 uh, in Springfield at mile marker 37.8. The left lane uh, was closed. That was about 28, uh, 28 minutes ago, half an hour ago. Don't know if that has cleared itself, but gives you an idea. Mm-hmm. So, plus I saw uh, some accidents on 93 in Samberton. Uh, so, uh, again, southern part of the state, pretty much rain. Uh, you get up in elevation, you're getting some white slop, and you've got some gusty winds right. uh, blowing stuff around. So, yeah, for sure. I, I told you yesterday, it's going to be schmutz. Leave early. I did. You know, you did. I know. You did say that. I know. And here's what I did. The little boy who cries wolf. I, I know. know. You guys don't trust me. Well, see, so my, my kids gave me this little rose plant. I was like, oh, I kept forgetting to water it, and I noticed it was... When I left this yeah, morning, yeah. it was just raining. Yep. So I stuck it out on the on the little porch. You step. hate me. Yeah. You hate me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's only your brothers I love. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whoops. Whoops. Oops. My bad. I should have listened. So get out of this. Uh, as soon as we get off the air in a couple hours, mm-hmm. run out and buy another buy one. Buy another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the replacement, yeah. Yeah. you know, pet turtle thing. See, see, guys, we had it in the bathroom and it was yeah, nice and warm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look how happy it looks now. now see, that's yeah. a little white lie. That's that's yeah. okay. <laughs> and then it's, <laughs> see, my kids take the trash out. I was like, Mom, what's this plant in the trash? This dead rose? Oh. Uh, yeah. Oops. Yeah, get rid of it quick. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, kind of, uh, kind of sloppy. Uh, it is. So just... Uh, you know, it's, but it's going to be gone. Yeah, it, it will be. Yeah. It's short-lived, yeah, so we don't need to get all short-lived excited about short-lived? it. Short-lived Short-lived. Is it? Yeah, why would it be short-lived? I've heard, I've heard people say short-lived. Well, correct them. <laughs> I don't think that's right. Okay, I'm just, why would I'm it just be? asking. No, that's all. Well, no, now, now we need to be on a mission. trying to be a grammarian. I, yeah, okay. no, I don't like it. Fine. No. Um, I'll put this in plain English. Red Sox. Uh, stunk. <laughs> they lost eight to three yesterday. That was very clear. Yeah, thank okay. you. Uh, yeah. On Patriots Day, come on! Oh, I know Minnesota yeah. Twins whooped them eight to okay. three. So, yeah. uh, Red Sox uh, still at Fenway uh, today, uh, seven ten tonight to be taking on the Toronto Blue Jays uh, for three games. Mm-hmm. So, uh, hopefully, we'll have better results. And uh, they finish. Uh, let's see, seven ten tonight, seven ten tomorrow night, one thirty five. Yep, there you go. On Thursday, and as soon as that game's over, they get on a plane, go to Tampa Bay without a mask, and uh, <laughs> so are awesome in Tampa Bay uh, for um, three games, mm-hmm. and then from Tampa Bay, 
flying to Toronto mm. without a mask, and uh, they're going to Yay. take on the Blue Jays. So anyway, that's that. So that's what's happening. And you can hear all the action right here on News Talk 99.7 WNTK. AM 1490, FM 98.9 WUVR. Mm-hmm. Good news um, for Social Security recipients. Uh, next year. Oh. Yeah, I know. Okay. I know. I know. Um, they got a, a decent COLA, uh, cost of living bounce mm-hmm. uh, this year. Uh, okay. But inflation pretty much took it all away. Yeah. I think it was a 6.1, 6.2%, but inflation's running at 8. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, like, so. Good eh, news is you got a bump. You got a bad, little yeah, more yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, now they're saying um, that Social Security beneficiaries could see an 8.9% increase in their monthly checks next year. Okay. Uh, right. I know, I know. Yeah. But assuming so. that we're not going to be hovering around 9%. Right. You know? Um, yeah. So... But anyway, that's okay. That's, so there might be hope on the horizon. That's the uh, prediction. Yep. Uh, but there's they estimated the adjustment uh, could be as high as eight point nine percent, based on March inflation, which showed prices soared eight point five percent from the previous year. Mm. Uh, okay. So, yeah. So All right. I don't know. I don't know. But well, uh, that is good though. You know, uh, don't don't spend don't go out and spend it yet. <laughs> but um, at least. Um, they're trying to put you on some sort of an even keel mm-hmm. um, um, and, and not have you. Good news is, hey, your monthly check's in. Bad news is, you're screwed. Right, you know, right. You still owe, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I, I appreciate that. Yep. But um, yeah, that's sure. something that they're looking at down the road. Good. So, anyway. Good, good, good. Yep. Yeah, that is encouraging news. Well, you know, you got to take. We'll it. take whatever we can get for well, encouraging pretty much, news. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Pretty yep, much. Yep, yep. Uh, we're going to talk, uh, and actually, we're going to talk inflation this morning. Okay. Uh, Chantal will be in from Davis Wealth Management, DavisWealthMGMT.com. Going to chat about. Well, I mean, something we're all talking about. Yeah. Uh, because it, you, it's it's everywhere, so um, you can't avoid it. Right. Uh, I've talked to contractors that have said. The prices of everything mm-hmm. just obscene yes but the people that want the work done are saying oh fine no problem so there's there's still some silly money sure on the sidelines there yeah yeah, yeah. 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 and they're just saying yeah whatever it costs well fine yeah like okay, okay. Yeah. yeah i know uh but you know you and i would go yeah. okay i wanted a uh a 12 by 20 deck could we do eight by twelve? Right. <laughs> you know, how about four by five? Yeah, yeah. a platform. I'm not so I can I turn around and don't have to walk around the grill. You know, yeah, exactly. Uh, but other people, it's crazy. Um, you know, I know it's guys that are working uh, construction up on the Big Lake on uh, Winnipesaukee, mm-hmm. and the 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 I'll call it what it is: stupid money that is is coming in. Sure, uh, and probably the pandemic pushed them from Connecticut, New York. Rhode Island to come up, okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. to go to their cottage. Yes, um, and there they are bringing in. Uh, if there was a little dirt road coming off the main road, off of one hundred and nine, and it would go in um, fifty yards, and then bang a sharp left, and go twenty five yards, and bang a sharp right, and then a sharp left, sharp right, and it would wind its way down to the property of the lake. Mm-hmm. No, they came in. <laughs> Mm. Put one straight road in, mm-hmm. okay, and now it, they planted trees. Not, not the skinny little 
uh, six-foot maple trees that in 20 years will be... No, they brought in 50-foot trees on logging trucks with the whole honk and root. Boom! 50-foot <laughs> trees right there. I'm like, seriously? How much did that cost? You know, I could buy a dozen trees and, you know, water them and fertilize right. them. and Sure. No, they're bringing in fully grown, mature trees. Like, holy Just relocating the trees. Yeah. It's like, there's that kind of money out there. There is. There is. And then I think of... They're not working in radio. No, that's for sure. Then I think of the business owners that we've talked about. The story that you talked about yesterday about, you know, restaurant, even just... The increase in egg costs or any yeah. of those things and folks trying to run a restaurant not only are they you know profit margins are shrinking they yeah. also can't find the staff the staff they do find they have to pay top dollar for so that they can have staff um, or you look at someone like you know Dan Grace has talked to us uh, yeah. about yep. some of the you know when they bid out a project they hold to their prices, even though in the meantime, between the time that they bid and the time they have to do the project, the costs for them have gone up. Um, so it's, I, I think there's there's a strain on business owners as well. Oh, yeah. No, everybody's feeling it. Yeah. And not seeing a break, uh, the White House uh, has said, yeah, it's going to get worse where it gets better. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's what we want to hear. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> turn the other cheek. Take mm-hmm, one for the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Uh, speaking of the White House, so mm-hmm. the president's uh, in Portsmouth today. Welcome to Portsmouth. Yep. Yep. He's touting um, infrastructure money that's coming to New Hampshire and saying it's going to help supply chain issues. And this is great. He's got a great story to tell. Okay. <laughs> yep. That's, that's good. Uh, now, you're coming to New Hampshire because Why? because it's important in the next electoral cycle, but the DNC wants to take away the first and then, okay, mm-hmm. I just want yeah, to make makes sure. Makes perfect I'm, sense. I want to be clear on this. <laughs> you got okay. that, right? Okay, good, yeah, good, okay. good, good. So, uh, yeah, apparently mm-hmm. uh, they want to uh, um, dredge part of the uh, Piscataqua um, because uh, some of the bigger ships can't get in. They can't turn around, so they've got to take some of this 1.2 gazillion dollars or whatever it is. Uh, no, it's trillion, sorry. Um, and dredge <laughs> so that the ships can, you know, come in. And blah, 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 blah. So anyway, so uh, the president will be here today. Mm-hmm. Um, the good news is he's going to be in Portsmouth, so not going to screw up your traffic. If right. you, you know you try to boot out for lunch, there won't be a 100 car <laughs> motorcade. Right. So, so, you know. There you go. No, you're up in Hanover and Claremont. New London, whatever. Yeah. No problem. Just another day in paradise, it kids. It is. Yes. Just avoid the snow banks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 8.16 <laughs> is the time. We'll take a break. Back with more. No sunshine when he's gone. It's not warm when he's away. There ain't no sunshine when he's gone. And he's always gone too time he goes away under this time where he's gone under if he's going to stay kids got pipes 12 years old wow yeah no sunshine when he's gone um and then just a, a base 
and drum. Yeah. And the kids, I, I have so much you respect. You love the unplugged stuff, I do, stuff, I really you? do, yeah. because then it's down to talent. Right. There's no auto-tuning. Sure. There's no magic, you know, pay no attention to the guy behind the curtain, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's the kid. Yeah. And Peggy Lee, and yep. it's just yep. talent. Right. And we, we're missing that. Yes. With a lot of performers now, they hide it. It's a little between, too techno massaged. Yeah, 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 I gotcha. And when you get a kid like that, I mean, that's the way Bill Withers wanted that song. Mm. It was a painful song. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's it: twelve years old. What the hell do you know about pain? <laughs> yeah. What your mom grounded yeah. you so you couldn't go to the mall? <laughs> you know. But I mean, but the kid is is empathizing. Yeah, it's like wow. Yeah. You can feel. Mm-hmm. It's like wow. What have you lost at twelve? But uh, no, she's uh, got pipes, and yeah. she she does a lot of covers, and uh, I hope she's got a good future. How many how many uh, hits on that? Sixteen million. Uh, you know, yeah. for a twelve year old kid yep. Yep. who's a nobody, right? That's right. that's not bad. There you go. That is not bad. So um, then there are other people who try to make their mark and fail miserably, um, and um, this is this is under the category of. Seriously, dude, what the hell were you thinking? <laughs> um, uh, it was up in Bahaba. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, if you were up in Bahaba the other day, you'd see a Ford Bronco um, sitting on the water. Yep. <laughs> I love your main speak. That's yeah, beautiful. Yes, sir. All right. yeah. uh, water. Well, apparently, um, locals said the driver of the Bronco was doing donuts in the sand. Well, he got stuck in the sand. And then the tide came in. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> See where I'm going with this? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. Whoops. Um, and yeah. apparently a pickup truck, mm-hmm. um, a pair of them, tried to free the SUV using tow straps, but one of the straps snapped, and so the Bronco is just sitting in the water. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, apparently they, yeah. they have since put buoyancy bags under the Bronco to float it. And now they're trying to uh, get some big honking tow truck to reach out there and pull it in. Yeah, Yeah. pull it in before there's any other environmental damage. So, once again, (laughs) for the unenlightened, four-wheel drive is great, but it is not the be-all, end-all. Okay, here's back up just a little bit. Okay, so... (laughs) I yeah. love yeah, I your know. sound effects and your accents Thank this you. morning. Yes, sir, this know. morning, you're on point. Thank you. So he's out there in the sand. Do you know how long it took me to get rid of that main accent? I know. <laughs> and, and see, and it comes I can back just bring it right too back. Easily. Yeah. I ain't right. got no accent. Yeah. Yeah. We'll right. see how yeah. that works. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the way my mother used to say hoss. Horse. So instead of horse, Hosses. I fell off that hoss yep. and it, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yep. No. Uh, the four wheel, yes. Yeah. So the truck is out there, it's in the sand, it's doing donuts, mm-hmm. gets stuck. Mm-hmm. The tide comes in. Mm-hmm. Don't tides also go out? Mm-hmm. Why are we trying to float this thing? Just wait till the tide goes it, out. Environmental damage, the gas, the oil, then that's getting up under. It's un, it's right. So up. you're working so you're working faster than you, than it's going to take for the time. To, they, can't, they can't get there. You can't just let it sit okay, but, there. Uh, why not? The tide's going to go away again because in the time okay. that it's going to take you to go get these little get, buoyancy get, pillows, get, 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 get the, tie yes. them all. Get the Department no, of Environmental okay. Services. No, no, they will you. tell you, no, Miss Jeannie. Okay. Look in the mirror, Miss Jeannie. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Um, no, good. no, no. You can't just let it see. See the picture of it sitting there. 
Oh, that's really so yeah, harsh. Yeah. That tide came. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> really yeah. came in. No, it's not just over the uh, lug nuts. It's That's what I was picturing. No, 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 no. That's oh. So the engine is underwater. The oil, the gas, all of that is underwater. I'm with you. You can't all let right. it sit there for 12 hours until the tide. Well, how long did it take them to go get the buoyancy pillows? I mean, they don't have them like right there. Oh, no. They put the buoyancy pillows when the thing was submerged. They were. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, it takes time. They were trying time. to do something to get it I mean, out. We're talking what three or four hours to go get these little buoyancy pillows and attach them to the truck. Uh, well, on a, and who's going to attach them to the truck? You have a diver going yes, underneath. Yes. Yes. All of that. Yep. In the time that it takes to do all of that, isn't the tide just going to recede? You can, but you can't just sit there and tell the state, oh. or the state will say, "Fine." We're charging you a thousand dollars an hour oh. for environmental cleanup damage. Mm-hmm. Oh God! <laughs> okay, even at the exorbitant prices of a Bronco, yeah. that's going to be a bank breaker. Wow! Uh, so no, you can't just sit there and say, "Ah, what the hell?" Todd's nah, get the coffee. We'll just sit here and wait. No, 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 <laughs> that's no, no. What no. I would do. Uh, but the occupant um, did manage to uh, get free. <laughs> that's kind of a good news, bad <laughs> news thing. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Good, yeah. Um, but wow. yeah, four wheel drives are great, but um, man, when you're in wet sand, well, yeah, forget that, it. That you, maybe you, wasn't a good it's idea. Not, it's just like people yeah. think they bombing up eighty nine or mm-hmm. ninety one. It's mm-hmm. like yeah, there's snow on the road. I got four wheel drive. Yeah. Okay, it's great when you're going in a straight line. Sure. As soon as you clamp on the binders, uh, it just or apply the brakes. Yeah, that too. <laughs> um, it, no, it, it, no, yeah. you can't do that. It doesn't yeah, yeah. work that way. But people think that, that it's what? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm still on the little buoyancy okay, pillows yeah, thing. Yeah. But they just think that a four-wheel drives are, make you invincible. And they yeah. really don't. No. It's, it's just, they can get you into it's, trouble. It's like you... Sean will tell us in a few minutes. Okay. It's just a tool. It's just a tool. Just a tool. To it's not the primary tool. It's just yeah. a tool. Okay. Uh, trust me, I've buried my stuff in mud and snow I with four sure. by. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I learned... Oops. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it does not make you invincible. Well, I buried my parents. You know, th- They trusted me, and they'd give me their car. Oh. And I'd have that sucker out on a Class 6 road. Um, hasn't seen, you know, pavement ever. Oh, goodness. And then all of a sudden, I bury it as I'm backing up. Yeah. Okay. Oops. Um, then you learn how to uh, take the jack out, jack up the back of the car, put logs mm-hmm. under the tires, set it back down so that so I that can, you have some yeah. traction and uh, then gotcha. clean the whole under part of the car oh, up before i get home that's a lot of work uh, oh yeah it really yeah. was you think i'd learn but you know <laughs> you would think eh, ne- ne- old dogs new tricks not necessarily <laughs> not 828 is the time we'll take a break back with more after this Money. it's a crime It is the time. Yes, yes. We're going to talk a little money. Sean told Davis Wealth Management, uh, Davis Wealth MGMT, in the house, braved the elements to be here. Um, and by the way, just a little, I should have mentioned this before we went on the air. You're only going to be on for eight minutes. Because you paid us in cryptocurrency. <laughs> it's lost value since you paid. So we're prorating it. You've only got seven minutes. So next week it'll be 65 minutes. Well, it could be. You know, that's, you pay your money, you take your chances. All right, Sean? 
So talk oh. fast. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to talk about your path to wealth and wisdom, um, or wisdom and wealth, um, in seven minutes or less. <laughs> <laughs> that's a quick minute. Yeah. <laughs> but, but seriously, uh, on crypto, that's what you keep hearing. It's either grossly overvalued or it, it's, it's worth what? How much? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know how you value it. It's, it's simply a, uh, a type of currency, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's not pegged to uh, the interest rates a country pays or, or, or the gross domestic product of a, of a country. It's no, just, I say so. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's just buying and selling it. So yeah. It has no um, you know, economic value. Uh, it's just people bidding it up and, and bidding it down. Uh, it'll shake out eventually, and it may well be a, a, a well-accepted currency. Um, but I think right now we're just going through those those discovery phases of what the heck is this thing and well, how much is, is, what's it worth. Is there a need? Is I, there a need for an al alternative currency? Uh, you, you, it depends on who you speak with. You know, yeah. I have friends that are all in on this thing, and I had a long conversation with him last month. He thinks that it'll be worth a million dollars in ten years. I, I don't know. You wow. know, I like the idea of it. It's it's un if if it's universally accepted, if it's not subject to interest rates, if it's not subject to geo geopolitical yeah. uh, issues, yeah. makes sense. Um, we just got to figure it out. Wow. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, if it's not tied to inflation, <laughs> you know, because uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. Exactly. Uh, because that's uh, nipping everybody. I don't care whether you're making six or seven figures uh, or you're making six figures and two of those are decimal point zero zero right um, you, you, we're all getting tapped with it and uh, the White House said hey it's gonna get worse where it gets better thank you sir um, but what do we do <laughs> I'm trying to take so, care of now uh, right and retirement I, I know. You know I mean the first thing you've got to do when you know when it comes to this inflation is is look through your expenses and see what you can cut Right, so that's what we do with clients. We look at their survival expenses and their um, uh, discretionary expenses. But I don't right? want to so cut, cut my daily coffee or my newspaper or those things that give me comfort. Okay, then just run out of money. But, you know, it's <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I'd like you as my fiduciary. <laughs> I like that. I, that no, is plain. No velvet gloves. Right no, right. <laughs> Side the head. Yeah. This well, is reality. Listen, yeah. well, do you want a do you want a solution? Yeah. Get another job. <laughs> I love there, that. There you too. can get a job all day long today. So get a part time job to make a few extra coin. <laughs> what the hell's this? Oh, sorry. Another one. Oh, okay. Another Don't rely one. on that whole day job thing. Yeah. All right. Wow. Um, but aren't you going to get some pushback from people going, but but it's it's just coffee. It's just a newspaper. It's just uh, a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit with a hash brown every morning. It, yeah, you, of course you do. Yeah. Of course you do. But when you have, it's, it's really interesting when, when I sit with clients and they go through their expense worksheets. And one of them is, you know, dining out. And they say, hey, we go out to dinner once a week. It's $100. Okay, that's $5,200 a year you're spending on dinner. It adds up very yeah, quickly. Yeah. You know, um, coffee doesn't add up quite as quickly. But you, but if it's coffee and a paper and a magazine and sure. you know whatever else it might be, you're going to get there awfully quick. So all of a sudden, it's ten dollars a day. Mm -hmm. At ten dollars a day, five days a week. Uh, there's fifty. Ouch. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. It does. Exactly. Yeah. So here's one thing, uh, by the way, we're, we're talking about inflation right now is 8.9% in March. Right. Um, super, super high. That's the consumer price index. So that's what we pay, um, the, the increase in prices for us, the consumer, mm-hmm. buying the coffee and the gas and whatnot like that. There's another measure called the producer price index. That's up 11%. Yep. So the, the producers aren't even passing on all of the extra uh, expense and cost to us. There's another 3% in there. Um, that, that could going? be coming our way. Well, it's, oh, right could, now it, it's, be. it's being absorbed by the manufacturers and the businesses right now. Um, but how, it, how long can they do that? Push comes to shove, they're going to pass that on. Um, good news is what we're hearing is that inflation might be peaking. And if you think about this, this 9%. Today or this year? Well, in the next, so, yeah, this year, in the next okay, several okay, months. Okay, okay. Um, if, you, if we did 9% in March, that's 9% increase from last March to this March. Right. It's hard to believe that we've seen other 9% increase from this March to next March, right? Mm, true. That would be 18% yeah. increase over two years. That's an awful lot. So we think that it's going to taper down. It'll slow down. Hopefully the war in Iraq uh, is resolved. Hopefully the shipping uh, comes back. Iraq, did I say Iraq? Yeah, you mean Ukraine? Well, it was a couple decades ago, yeah, okay. wasn't it? Okay. Uh, the one in Ukraine. I was going to say, did I miss the war? <laughs> This just in. Okay. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, right. So if, if things geopolitically slow down, uh, we get the, the shippers back online, we get the semiconductors going again. Um, you know, if we get um, some some more normal uh, uh, employment numbers, 2% unemployment is, is very, very low, yeah. right? And yeah. so now what's happened, that's driving inflation too. People And we and you talked about it earlier, people can't hire people right, uh, right now, so they're paying them top dollar. That's mm-hmm. adding to inflation. They have to pay more for their employees. They're going to pass that on uh, in the goods they sell. So uh, the Fed has talked about 9 or 10 um, basis point increases over the next year. Right. Uh, if, if inflation is peaking and they are projecting doing these incremental increases, Will that help offset and bring things down, cool things down? That may help cool okay. uh, cool inflation okay. as well. That that's why they're doing it. They yeah. need to they need to slow the they what they want to do is slow the economy down, reduce inflation. But what's happened is they've waited a little bit too long. That's what I'm wondering. And now yeah. they're going to be they have to be fairly aggressive to get this inflation under control. But what they might cause is a recession, um, which we don't want. They what we want is to see what they call a soft landing. Is that a, is that a fine line? I mean, to, to to go from cooling down to recession, or is it a big line? It's it's on a. I mean, the, the definition of a recession is, I believe, it's two quarters of negative GDP. Okay. Um, but it's it's on a scale, right? It's on a spectrum. Okay. Uh, between slowing down and, and entering a recession, you may technically hit a recession, but if you're <laughs> if you're if you're right on the line, but this, you know, on the good side of it, yeah. you may as well be in recession. It's okay. not good for anybody. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so what we want to see is a soft landing where they can increase the rates, slow the economy down, but allow it to still grow. So you when you deal with clients. You have to factor in all this stuff? Well, we do. Um, Hopefully, we're we're not doing it today. Hopefully, we've done it uh, years ago, and they have a plan in place that will account for uh, taking care of this, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, avoiding the the pressures that inflation has on them. Wow. Uh, But if you haven't, it's not too late to start. No, no, absolutely. You've got to start at some point, and there's no better time than now. Hmm. So what do you do when you – I like your blunt approach – uh, okay, run out of money. Uh, but I mean, when you do get pushback, people are going, hey, you know, I work hard for this. Well, yeah, I'm sure you do. But again, there's now and there's then. And, and 
you know, you got to plan for it. You, you do. You know, some, something. There's there's tools you can use uh, to help um, weather the storm, if you will. Um, one of them is using uh, an annuity to provide some some uh, predictable income for yourself. Uh, because if you think about it, if you you if you've got a hundred thousand dollars and um, you had to take out five thousand dollars last year, and now your costs have increased ten percent. Now you've got to take out $5,500, right? Um, and so you're taking more out of uh, a set asset base where if you could take some of that money, put it into an annuity, and then it's going to pay you X percent uh, for the rest of your life, then you have to worry about taking more money from your savings uh, to pay for things. What you can do is you establish your baseline with your annuity, your pension, uh, your Social Security, and hopefully that covers the vast majority of your survival expenses. And now if you need to tap into your savings, you know, you're taking less as a percentage of it to account, uh, you know, account for the inflation. Well, how do you account for the, uh, I've got to pay the tax on it. If I take the 100000 out of my retirement, um, and, and it's subject to, uh, you know, taxes, I'm taking a hit on that 100000 and before I oh so like if it's an IRA you're saying yeah sure so if it's an IRA that you have invested in, in stocks and bonds and mutual funds and you were to purchase an annuity you would simply open up an IRA annuity so it would transfer over tax free but then the money you get from them right every month or quarter whatever it might be then you're yeah. going to pay tax on that okay okay you'll always be paying tax on that so, okay so I don't have to take a lump sum no out. No, no no I was going to say well that that would be a big hit no, right no. off the top no you pay it as no. as as the annuity pays out to you you pay it on that percent uh, that they're paying you now would that count toward my uh uh as soon as RMD? I hit RAB, your RMD, your your required minimum distribution. Thank you. Yes, typically the money you're taking out um, is is typically going to be more than what your required minimum distribution would be. Okay. If it's not, you've got to take out just a little bit extra just to make sure you hit that threshold. That's what I was wondering. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, that's it. We're done. Uh, <laughs> Adios. Go hit the asterisk. See if we can get some more crypto. Uh, we'll be back with Sean Toll maybe um, if he has the currency. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more from Davis Wealth Management, daviswealthmgmt.com, right after this. Pretty well in the 80s. Men at work. Colin Hay. Who can it be now? Uh, speaking of men at work, Chantal, Davis Wealth Management, back at work. Talking about inflation, daviswealthmgmt.com uh, is the website. And by the way, if you're uh, kind of saying, well, you know, I, I got a question about this. If you go to Davis Wealth Management, daviswealthmgmt.com, uh, the, what is it, upper right? Upper right uh, yep. corner yep. Uh, says contact us. And then from there, you can see where our offices are in a form to fill out for an email. But in there, you're going to see book an appointment. If you click on that, um, we'll, it'll go right to my calendar. Uh, and it will set up a 15-minute, 30-minute um, phone chat. I can answer any questions you might have and hopefully allay any concerns there you go. that you may have as well. And it's not like a timeshare thing uh, where once you connect... They're never going to disconnect you. <laughs> uh, they're going to plant a cookie uh, in there that can't be erased. I mean, it's not one of those deals. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Not at Just, all. Just uh, there's a comfort factor. You know, can we uh, can we get along? Can we help you? Yeah. Uh, do you you know is what you're asking of uh, Davis Wealth uh, 
responsible and, and yeah okay well good yeah that's I mean, what it is like i've said over and over again first and foremost i consider myself to be an educator i want to help educate people on uh, saving for retirement the risks that you face in retirement and how to how to, how to manage all that um and with that in mind steve uh, steve davis and i have just started a television show yeah. it's airing every sunday at noon on channel seven out of boston it's called your path to wealth and wisdom uh and he and i sit and we do a lot of the same things we're doing here today we talk about um inflation social security medicare uh, everything that involves saving for retirement investing and then how to manage retirement but, and you're not talking specific products. No, not at all. No, no. This is, these are all because, topics that we have to I, I consider. I want people to understand no. that you're not trying to, oh, yeah, they just want me to buy this mutual fund or this. No, that's not what it's that's about. Not, that's not it at no, all. It's no. purely educational. Yep, that's it. You yeah. Know? Uh, because it's your money. It, it depends on what your goals are uh, and how Davis Wealth can help put those together so you can achieve your goal yeah I, I can't tell you how many times i'll get a call saying well what you know from somebody well, they, they may end you know send us an email through the website um you know i've, I've got this money should i buy mutual funds oh hold on <laughs> <laughs> i don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know how old are you how much do you make you know what is it for is it an ira was it an inheritance what's your objective um you know you've got to ask all these questions and actually determine what is this money? What's what's the purpose of it? Where I want to buy seven hundred golden eagles. Is that a good investment? Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, if you melt them down, I guess. Uh, oh, speaking yeah. of eagles, I've been seeing bald eagles a lot recently, flying really? over ninety three. That's kind of oh, it's, it's kind of cool. It's it very really cool. I used to see them uh, swam like I'd be out fishing, yes. and all of a sudden, pterodactyl comes over. Like, Whoa! <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's a gorgeous bird. We just see them. Yeah, it is nice. Um, you were talking before we went on the air. Uh, you, you, you were talking about if you saved, if you had $100,000 mm-hmm. saved in a savings account in a bank. Right. Uh, and it's earning, what would you say, 0. 0.1, 0.1%? Like today at the bank? Yeah. Yeah, under 0.2 okay. for sure. It's losing 2% of its worth every year due to inflation. Just sitting there. And you think, oh, good, I got 100000 in the bank. But it's going away. Well, it's, it's it's more than that now, right? Let's yeah. say inflation was 8.9, yeah. and you're getting 0.2. You're losing 8.7% a year of spending power. But I'm thinking I'm doing good because I got the money in the bank. It's safe, right? Yeah. You're not, you're, and on an absolute basis, you're not going to lose the dollars that you have in there. But you, what you're losing is your ability to buy things with them because of yeah. that. Um, so some of the things you can look at, if you don't have an immediate-term need, uh, for that money, you can, uh, and I, I'm going to use an annuity example again because well, it's a very good tool. Immediate. How do we find immediate? Now, within a year, two within, years? Within a year or two. Okay, okay. Yeah. You can, you can use a, um, it's called a, a multi-year guaranteed annuity. So it's short term. Three, you can get a three-year. That's And you can even get a two-year, okay. uh, two or three years. And they're going to pay you more than you're going to get at the bank. Given the inflationary environment we have today, it's not going to be 9%. Um, but... You could use that and and potentially get three, four okay. percent uh, in one of those. So you're 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 doing better. Yep, yep. Um, of course, the other way to do it is is to take it out um, and put it in. And here, the, it doesn't matter what your uh, near term need is. You could put it into stocks and bonds, if you will. Stocks have the tendency to increase much higher than inflation over the long term. 
there's a risk. Yeah. You may put your money in and you may actually lose it in the next, you know, two to three years, one to two to three years. Um, so there's a trade-off. You know, if if you want to try to get some growth, if you don't have a need for it, um, you could try, you know, putting it into the market and investing. So and over the long equ- term, equities? it'll do well. Equities, yeah, yeah. Okay. equities for the yeah. most part. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, there's the uh, those annuities. I'd, I'd shy away from CDs. You're not going to find them paying much. They're going to be probably under one percent. Um, Do you ever see those coming back? Maybe, right? Um, banks have to start paying more. Uh, they're, they're, the, the market is still f- the market. The economy is flush yeah. with cash. Yeah. Uh, all this money that came out, so uh, they're just not paying that much anymore. Maybe you know, maybe we'll see some increasing rates, but uh, I don't think it's going to happen in the near term. Mm. All right, so they'll charge you a lot more for your mortgage, uh, yeah. but they're going to pay you more for what you have on deposit. So basically, I'm looking at equities or annuities, uh, splitting somehow to try and capture my money yeah those are two tools yeah um in in the equities you know things you can look at are um utilities uh they're typically fairly stable they pay high dividends uh, consumer staple type stocks if you're going to go that way you can buy mutual funds or etfs that focus on consumer staples mm-hmm. these are things like food um those things that we have to buy all the time it's not the luxury goods people are going to continue to buy go to the market and buy their food they're still going to have to buy clothes uh things like that so those are some stable places that uh, you could put your money Hmm. Hmm. as an example um am i am i risking um semiconductors you know uh investing in those companies that hopefully they're going to get away from chinese domination and bring it back here am i supporting that cause well, I mean, those that would be a higher risk yeah. uh, opportunity, right? With, with risk comes reward. So your potential upside is probably going to be higher than buying Walmart, um, but your your potential loss could certainly be be more. Higher so you have to understand what your risk profile is. How much are you willing to risk of this this hundred thousand dollars, for sure. example? How much am I willing to risk in any given year? Would a ten thousand dollar loss, which would be ten percent, would that be too much for me to handle? You know, would it? 20% loss be too much to handle. That's a big loss. Yep. Um, but you have to understand what risk you're willing to take. And then from there, you identify the, the risk-appropriate investments. So if somebody had, for the sake of argument, 50000 sitting in the bank, and um, feasibly, uh, say, 12 months emergency supply of cash uh, to pay my utilities, to pay gas, blah, 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 would be $25,000. So I've got twenty five thousand that's on top of the cash, uh, mm-hmm. on top of the one year nut. Would I take that twenty five thousand? Could I put it somewhere else and have it do something, and still have twenty five thousand uh, that's going to cover me for a year, no problem. So there's my emergency. That other twenty five is I'm losing part of that just sitting there. So right. would I be better off to take it and? Do something with I, it? I would certainly keep six months of cash uh, on okay. hand, right? So twenty five thousand is a good number. You're going to put it in the bank. You're going to lose money to inflation, right. but it's it's a cost of it's just a cost uh, of doing that. You know, you need to have that emergency fund. Uh, the other twenty five, you know, it's it's putting into an annuity is tough, right? Yeah. Uh, because then you're locking it up for two or three years. Uh, putting in the market's tough because yes, you can make money, but you are also risking it. That's what I'm trying to figure uh, out. Where's the balance of enough is enough you know I, I don't yeah so I would if you were my client and we were sitting down I would say let's make sure you've got that 25,000 in the bank and if that other 25 if you don't have a near-term need for it let's put that uh, potentially into an annuity where you're gonna get some higher rates and again two year maybe a two year yeah yeah 
Okay. Yeah, and I would do the two-year because I think rates are going higher. Yeah. Once you do that, an annuity, by the way, for two years, whatever rate you buy in at today is what they're going to pay for the next two years. So if we think rates are going up, don't go too long in those things. Don't do a five-year. Do a two. And then when that comes, you know, when you can take your money out after those two years, hopefully rates are a little bit higher, and then yep. you could go into another one that's maybe paying 4%. Makes sense. Makes sense to me. Wow. All right. Well, um, so inflation is going to be here for a while. Um, it may, the degree of inflation may vary. Hopefully next month won't be as bad as this right. March was. Um, but we still have to deal with it. And uh, we've got to figure ways around it. That's part of the wealth and wisdom path that it, we're walking indeed, down. Indeed. And really, one of the, we didn't talk about this too much, but one of the easiest ways, especially right now with the job market, one of the easiest ways to, to, to you know, counteract the, the effects of inflation is to find a part-time job. Maybe you go to Lowe's as a greeter or work another job. <laughs> you know, if you're healthy enough to do it and you've got the energy um, and you need a little bit of extra cash, uh, there's ample opportunities right now to oh, yeah. go out and do that. Yep. No, I I agree. And I have seen some uh, some people who bailed out uh, at 62, 64. Yeah. And they're kind of like, well, it's okay, but I don't really need the money, but it would help. Right. So, yeah, why not? Yeah. And so they're putting in 20 hours a week or something yeah. like that. It might not be how we envisioned retirement, you know, the golden years, but life gets in the way sometimes, and, and you have to do what you have to do. So it's a good option. Well, and a little extra money coming in means you don't have to take as much out of whatever exactly. existing pot you have. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah, it exactly. makes a lot of sense. Again, Davis Wealth Management, DavisWealthMGMT.com is, uh, uh, is the website. You can go to the website. Uh, and, again, upper right, you'll see that little click a meeting and you want to carry on this conversation, if you have questions, you know, peculiar to your situation, say, uh, Sean, I'd like to follow up with that. You can do that, or you can call Davis Wealth Management at 603-715-2335, and uh, you can chat with uh, Sean or Steve. Terrific. Sound I look like forward to chatting with you in, uh, in two weeks. And, yeah, please do call or hit our website if you want to chat with either Steve or myself. Yeah, and, and hopefully by the time you come back, the crypto uh, situation will be a little clearer so we can keep you on for the full duration. <laughs> that, would, that would be great. Um, and your TV show is on this Sunday? Every Sunday, Every Channel Sunday. 7 okay. at noon. Your, pa uh, your path to wealth and wisdom. There you go. Yep. And Steve's the, uh, Steve's the tall guy. No. Uh, <laughs> they, they sound the same on radio. Uh, as always, Sean, thanks a lot. Thank you. All right. And the land is dark And the moon Is the only Light we'll see No, I won't Be afraid No, I won't Be afraid Just as long As you stand Stand by me Stand.
like that version. Did you? It's John. I yeah. mean, you know, um, he got tired of, of um, uh, the Beatles stuff, and mm-hmm. he was always an old rock and roll guy. And so he did an album of nothing but rock and roll standards. Okay. And did his version of uh, Benny King, The Drifters, Stand By Me. And uh, But he was working with Phil Spector. And um, Spector got a hold of the tapes and said, well, I want to do The Wall of Sound. And John said, I don't want that. Mm. I just want stripped down, feeling, raw, you know. And Spector took the uh, all the... Um, master tapes and took them away and hid them so John couldn't find them. <laughs> and John's going, it's my music! Yeah. And Phil wow. went, no, no, not unless we do it my way. And the album was supposed to come out and it didn't come out and John was being sued by the record company going, you promised me an album. Well, he's got the damn tapes! And there was a big hoo-ha. Finally, Spectre got some control. John relinquished some of it just to get the damn album out. Wow! Yeah, yeah. Wow! Yeah. That is a hoo ha. Yep, it was a it was a big thing. <laughs> if I've ever heard one. But uh, and there was a picture, <laughs> um, and, and I think it's one of the most iconic pictures of John. Um, uh, it was it was rock and roll. It, it, I wish Mighty John was here; he'd remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say John Lennon rock and roll uh, was, the, and it was a picture of him in a doorway uh, when the Beatles were in Germany before they hit big. And John's wearing a black leather jacket, leather pants, and he's got one leg up against the doorway. He's kind of looking down the street. Classic, you know, uh, punk Beatle yeah. from 62. Sure. Rock and roll. I mean, it was perfect, perfect <laughs> shot. Um, very iconic picture. And uh, the album sold pretty well. Wow. And people said, I really like that. Interesting. So, yeah. All right. Kind of, uh, kind of nice. Um, we are doing better. We, you and me. Okay, good. That's always good to hear. Doing better than John Stewart. Oh. Uh, Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. All right. I'm ready for a juicy story. No, 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 no. He came out with a liberal, uh, left-leaning, woke show. And, yeah, you and I are getting better numbers than he is. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It's just, it's tanking. Uh, I mean, that's easy to understand. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, everybody's going... Wow. Oh, dear. Okay. Oh, John Stewart. Um, Ari Fleischer um, is coming out with a new book. He was press secretary for uh, George Bush uh, in the White House. He's got a new book coming out called Suppression, Deception, Snobbery, and Bias. Woo! He's got a new book aimed at explaining how mainstream media outlets keep getting the news wrong and how their newsroom's lack of ideological diversity helped create a crisis of confidence for the press. Interesting. He said, too often what they cover is wrong, and what they fail to cover is too often right. And But we've been saying that for how long? And and um, he said, uh, he cites example after example with a chapter dedicated to the New York Times and one to CNN. He said, what I really do is let reporters hang themselves with their own words. Um, you know, they... Uh, the, the media was... They saw Donald Trump as an existential threat to America. Well, you know, really? Uh, how many of those resist stickers did you see popping up? People, resist. If they stole the White House. <laughs> they stole the White House. There was a free election. Right, right, right. Okay? And and some people said, I don't really like him, but I don't like her. Yeah. You know? Come on, guys. Well, and the problem 
the continuing problem is the media is so polarized. Yeah. I mean, you, you so you know what whatever your ideology is, you go to those news sources. So you just continue to dig into whatever side it is that's <laughs> that's reporting yep. uh, the rhetoric that you want to hear. Well, uh, according to uh, uh, polling, 7% of U.S. adults say they have a great deal, and 29% said they have a fair amount of trust and confidence in newspapers, television, and radio news reporting. So combined, that's 36% level of confidence, slightly above the 32% low record in 2016 during the presidential campaign between Trump and Clinton. Mm. Um there's just, you know, um, he said the, the, the newsroom, he said, if newsroom decisions involved employees who think differently, some of the bad reporting would have never made it to the air. He said, but the problem is they have a diversity problem. Their newsrooms do not look like America. They don't sound like America. They sound like half of America. They sound like college-educated, overwhelmingly Democratic voting people. True. And there's the problem. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like, well... He said, "It's, but it's true. You need to recruit people with views like the other half, pro-life people, people who carry guns, and religious people, and more. You need those people in the newsroom to say, what To balance hold, hold it the out. Phone. Yeah. Yep. On both sides. But they're not doing it. Right. And that's why right. we're getting th this constant, you're all racist, you're all misogynistic, you're all, right. like, what? What is your problem? Well, think about this. How many times have you come out with a headline and you're like, hey, did you hear this? And I'm like, no, I'm sure that's not. Where did you get that? Or what's the source? And then that's how I filter out, okay, do I buy this? Yeah. Or is it really just trying to play into that side, uh, whatever they're going to say? Yeah. So it does make you discount whatever you're hearing for a headline and know that there's probably more to the story that you're just not getting. Yep. No, I get it. And And I was looking at a... Uh, a story this morning, a retired Army Ranger um, uh, is rebutting um, because uh, the Pentagon uh, has said uh, that the military is rife with racism. Uh, and he's saying, um, yeah, no, mm -hmm. not really. Yeah. Um, they're saying, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's all over the place. And he's saying, no, it's not. He said, because you as an individual are not important. The mission is important. Your teammates are important. You always put yourself, you put your teammate before yourself. He said, so no. He said, usually when you, he said, people come from all walks of life to the military. Um, and he said, mostly forms of bigotry, racism are seen among new recruits who have not been previously exposed to a diverse population. Mm -hmm. But those preconceived notions disappear after joining the military's melting pot. He said people who come in were sexist, they were racist, they were homophobic, didn't take long for them to lose it. <laughs> right. He said because all of the kind of ignorance that leads to extremist behavior, it's squashed because you're immersed in all these other cultures. You're immersed with all these other types of people. And he said, so no. It, it, people who serve in the uniform and their civilian colleagues do so with a great honor and integrity, upholding our core military va values and an oath to support and defend the Constitution. He said, but, you know, we owe all of our people an environment free from prohibited extremist activities. And they're saying, yeah, we get that. But um, no, 
uh, seeing all these people from all walks of life, different races, creeds, different sexual orientations, all the, doing great things together, mm-hmm. and then have the government come in and say, the military has an extremism problem. Mm-mm. He said, that's a slap in the face right. to the military. Don't right. don't tell us that. Yep. Nope. Having had a son just come out of basic training. Yep. Uh, yeah, That's why I figured yeah, it resonates yeah, with you. Absolutely. Yep. Because they are taught part of that basic training. They are taught to think as a unit. And you are. You're blended in. He met so many people from all over the country. And just like you said, all different walks of life, all yep. different orientations, whatever it is. But when you are having to struggle together as a unit to accomplish a mission, when you're going through training and one person messes up and so the whole platoon You don't care if he's punished. black, white, yellow, green, red. <laughs> yes. Don't care, and man. I, you know, and I used to, that used to drive me nuts. I'm like, oh, that poor kid, he got, you know, his whole troop got, you know, punished for for this one kid who did blah 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 well that's part of what helps you see yourselves as a unit it's all much of their training is okay we are a unit we have this mission you work together you struggle together you get punished together (laughs) it's it's so no baloney yep baloney well and that's you know um that's what sorry the, i had to be so harsh there with but, my but that's what this ranger is saying he said yeah. no so you, you you get the inner city guys yeah you get the farm yeah. boys yep you get the the preppies sure you know okay so they all come in with preconceived notions then all of a sudden your cage <laughs> is rattled them. baby <laughs> they lose yep. them pretty quick yep, yep. So. and when you see some of the you know and, and even at graduation i remember um my son talking about one of the most hardened guys because family is there for graduation so you get your family for a day and a half and then your family gets kind of ripped away again because you got to go on to your ait your individualized training (laughs) when the families had to leave you know all the soldiers are feeling a little oh that's hard one of the most hardened tough guys i remember my son said it was shocking to see him break down in tears as his family's pulled away. So you, it helps you see everybody differently as well, and you see different sides of them that you never would have seen before. Did your kid cry? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. Did you cry? Oh, okay. my gosh. <laughs> okay. I tell you what, the ride I home. I tell you what. <laughs> the ride home from that trip was so silent and so <laughs> my husband said it was like leaving a funeral it was just oh that was heart-wrenching yeah but, but you know the pic- all for a good purpose the pictures of you um that you took down there mm-hmm. oh you were the proud mom oh i was I know. yep yep absolutely the fact you couldn't recognize Still your kid am. in a group photo <laughs> that's just a little disconcerting well, and again that speaks to they are made to appear uniform they act uniformly you cannot pick your kid out in a field of graduates uh, yeah, because but there's, there's they're some all mother soldiers. going right now admonishing you going, I know. how can you not pick out your I own know. son yep well i challenge you to come with me the next one <laughs> it will not happen wow wow yeah but interesting stuff well yeah i'm still proud so no i'm glad but i'm glad to hear from a ranger yeah you know yeah because you have the the pentagon saying well you know uh, uh, racism we're going to stamp this out extreme it's like and he's going what are you talking about right here's my kid from new hampshire right, right. <laughs> born and and uh, yeah. raised here yeah. um yep nope and that was not the case he he learned to love and struggle with all different walks of life again uh whoever's got my back I don't care where you're from, Jack. Your life is in their hands. Damn skippy it is. <laughs> There's no time or place for no, any of those. No, 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 no. You can't. Um, and that's why uh, employers, another reason why employers 
uh, like to get people with military backgrounds right because they know how to overcome adversity yes they know how to be consensus builders right uh to be team builders Mm -hmm. because again you work with a diversity of of a population right socioeconomically uh ethically genetic whatever yes whatever the case may be biologically doesn't matter but we all got to (laughs) be rowing the same direction kids exactly yep and you're doing that through differences in personalities and and in cultures and whatever and you're doing that under stress so you know that ability to continue functioning and focusing on the mission you know when he was talking about part of their training is they had to accomplish a task with rounds of ammunition going over their heads it's to show them you know look this is a stressful situation you've got to still stay focused and do what your mission is like we do every day exactly yeah. exactly we, we have imaginary bullets flying <laughs> yeah, over us mostly but it's just point. it's yes. just as real to us it is very so, real yeah. yes stock market closed a little bit down yesterday not 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 bad um so we'll see see what happens today but the good news was uh, crude oil came down yesterday, uh, still uh, 105 bucks a barrel. So, but it was down 293. So, okay, we will uh, we will see what happens today. Um, don't know, but Johnson and Johnson um, beats uh, beat their estimates. So, Wall Street's going to like that. So we'll see uh, see what happens. And again, Wall Street, because yeah, we're saying we're in the tank right now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but Wall Street is not looking at now. Mm-hmm. Wall Street's looking Ahead. down the road. Yep. So if they see, oh, okay, well, this this is good. So don't know. We will find out. 920 is the time. We're going to take a break. Back with more on News Talk 99.7 WNTK. AM 1490, FM 98.9 WUVR. Shake your body, baby, do that conga. No, you can't control yourself any longer. Come on, shake your body, baby, do that conga. No, you can't control yourself any longer. Come on, shake your body, baby, do that conga. No, you can't control yourself any longer. Feel the rhythm of the music getting stronger. Do you want me to put a pole in over here so you can dance? <laughs> I just you see mean, under the limbo. Yeah. No, it's not. No, no, I was talking okay. about that. No, yeah, okay, no, 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 no. I don't. I got some so. ones. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna need them because <laughs> okay, uh, you're gonna be out on your can. I just see you. <laughs> How can you not? Gloria People Estefan. in their cars are like yeah. pounding the steering the wheel. The Miami Sound Machine. Weaving. Yeah. yeah. That was kind of like the upscale KC and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I love both of them for yeah, different I know, reasons. I know you do. Yes, I know yes. you do. I appreciate Whatever that. happened to Gloria? I mean, you know, that's a really good question because she, she was really hot. was big. Yeah, yeah, she was churning out oh, hit yeah. after hit. And, uh, the crickets. Then nothing. I know. Wow. No, you're right. Yeah. I don't know. I'll call her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Glory, what's up? Let me know how we that works you. out. Hi, yeah, it's Jeannie. Yeah. 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 I'll see if I can get her on the show. Yeah, okay. Uh, Red Sox, God bless you if you could do that. I was going to say, no. see, just the, your response to me now lit a new fire. No. And I will, if I can get Gloria Stefan on our show, what are you going to, I don't know, give me a new car? I could do it. Oh, so now there's a challenge, whether it's you or me? Yeah. 
<laughs> There's a trick up your sleeve. How can you do it? How do you think you can do it? I'm just going to call. Okay. I guarantee you I can get it. All right. <laughs> oh, a showdown right here, ladies Smackdown. and gentlemen. Smackdown. Well, you can look forward to having Gloria Stefan. Where are you just going to pretend to be? Are you an impersonator? Is that what's happening? Oh, please. I'm talented, but not that talented. <laughs> Agreed. No. Excuse me? Oh, I, I, I meant that lovingly <laughs> yeah, and supportively. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. I, all right. This is a good. I am looking this forward is, to us talking no to Gloria Estefan. Okay, you will. You can't, and it has to be live. You can't just, I mean, an actual interview. I mean, she actually joins us. You can't I just I will give you the lift. number and you can call her. You're saying you can definitely get on her. Yes. I, I mean, get her on the show. I'm saying I'll give you the number. That's not what you said. You said you can guarantee you'd get her on the show. Okay. All I'm right. saying I will get you the number so you can get her on the show live. <laughs> I'm sure there's a trick in here. But yes, we will parse that out during the break. Oh, we're taking a break? Not yet. Oh, okay. i got to think this through. Gonna, gonna <laughs> you can go over some news story so I can be thinking through. <laughs> just, just wait. <laughs> just do Nine. some boring story. Oh, 927 <laughs> is the time. Red Sox <sighs> dropped one yesterday. 8-3. Boo. But anyway, uh, back at it tonight. 7-10. Uh, Red Sox doing a uh, three-game set at uh, Fenway Park. Uh, against the Toronto Blue Jays, seven ten tonight, seven ten tomorrow night, and one thirty five on Thursday in the afternoon, and then they head down to Tampa. Maybe you can be flying down with them. Yeah, maybe. Okay, well. you know what? Now I'd be able to recognize them because no masks. Oh, uh, there you go. See, that's a good point. Yeah. Good point. Um, and yeah, they're down in Tampa for a few games, and then uh, back up to uh, Toronto uh, to continue. Uh, but Rogers Field, mm-hmm. nine twenty-eight. Uh, so uh, is the time. But you, we are your Red Sox station for all the games all season long. News Talk ninety-nine point seven WNTK, AM fourteen ninety FM ninety-eight point nine WUVR. And speaking of Florida, while we're down in Florida, yeah, um, Tom Brady. And I've got Tom's phone number too. Yeah, uh, yes, yes. Okay, we'll get them on in the same show. I'll, Actually, maybe we'll have them both on the break, so they can talk to in each the break, other. I will get the phone number. I already have the phone number. You well, gave then it call. to me. See if, see if we can get him. I'm too busy tracking down Gloria Stefan. Too busy. Okay, fine. <laughs> I don't know why you're wasting your time. All right, go on. Tell me the story right. about Tom. Tom Brady reveals what drew him back to football. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not the money. Uh, Tom, He's bored at home. He didn't want to do the dishes. Tom said, I knew physically I could still do what I could do. Obviously, I love the game. And he said, I think physically I'll be able to do it. I just felt like there was still a place for me in the field. He said, at the end of the day, I love the competition. Last year was a very bitter ending to a season, and we've got to make a lot of corrections to improve and put ourselves in a better position. I don't like it. Why did he not think that through before making the big announcement? That's not a good reason to come back. I mean, that's that's something you go, oh, should I retire? Well, let me think about this. Tom? Well, I'm still fit. I still could do it. Now, you know what? I guess I'll hang in there. That's much easier than going out, having all this controversy. Oh, I'm retiring. Having everybody believe you and then saying, nope, coming back. I couldn't believe he retired because he had one of his best years ever mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. He led the NFL in completions, yep. led the NFL in attempts, led the NFL in touchdown passes, and led the NFL in passing yards per game. It was the first time he'd led the league in touchdown passes since 2015, 
and only the third time he's had 40 or more touchdown passes in a single season. That's when you're going to bail out? Yeah, so why bother making the announcement at all? So his reasoning that you just listed as to why he decided to come back seems a little bogus to me because that's all stuff that existed before you made the announcement to retire. And Tom is going to be how old? I don't know. In August? 63. Oh, close, 45. (laughs) (laughs) That's the new 63. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when we call him, we'll ask him about that as well. Okay. Let him know that I'm not a fan of that rationale. I don't believe him and get the real story. Good. And I'll sit there and cool Giselle down while she's <laughs> yeah, blowing yeah, smoke. Yeah. yeah, and then you'll wake up. Who is this woman? Yeah. Get her off the phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 9.30 is the time <laughs> we'll be I'm back. Maybe I'm retiring. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now you're retiring. <laughs> I'm retiring, but yeah. there may be a comeback there right after go. the break. All right. Big hit for them, 70, what, 76, 77, something like that. On the countryside, that's when country music was starting to morph into more pop-oriented kind of stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that as country music. Yeah, that was country. Oh, that's interesting. Yep, yep. So, yeah, as you can tell, I'm back from retirement. <laughs> I decided my voice is still holding out. I still have a key to the door. I'm going to keep going. Okay. All right. There you go. There. And you haven't been paid for the week, so. Yeah, yeah that was another reason. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, by the way, I uh, got an uh, update. Uh, the crash site on uh, I-89 southbound at mile marker 37.8. Um, apparently, the uh, crash is, is clear. Mm-hmm. Um, but they said the left lane was closed, uh, but, um, but I'm seeing crash clear. And it says left lane is closed. So uh, as you're heading southbound, you're getting by mile marker 37.8. There, there may still be some activity there, residual. Just be advised. But sure. other than that, that's all I have. Uh, if you uh, have any other um, information uh, about accidents on the road, feel free. Be a road warrior. Call us 1-888-299-3151. 1-888-299-3151. But don't, don't get the digits dialing while you're driving. Yeah, we'll no, we don't want you to be part of no, the no, 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 road no. conditions. Don't want you to do that. Um, Cori Bush, Representative Cori Bush, um, she's she's one of the uh, uh, the squad, uh, the the posse of AOC, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Okay, okay, uh, and she's one of these defund the police. Yeah, she has poured tens of thousands of dollars more into private security during the first quarter of 2022, (laughs) pushing her security bills to more than $300,000 while she continues to call for defunding the police. So if you've got a security squad and you're able to pay $300,000 for said security, 
Of course you don't think you need the police because you've got your own private police. Uh, that That's them. That's not us. Oh, See, there's oh, the problem. There's the disconnect. The Missouri, mm-hmm. or Missouri, Democrats <laughs> campaign reporting spended... Uh, spending $70,489 on security services between January 1st and March 31st, according to the FEC. Mm-hmm. Payments include 50489 to Peace Security, 15000 to Courtney Merritts, and 5000 to Nathaniel Davis. The new security checks follow the $233,663 that her committee spent on security services in 2021. She has now paid out $304,152 for security this election cycle. Of course she has. And uh, um, as her campaign issued the most recent payments, she refused to rein in her calls to defund law enforcement, which Democrats fear will hurt the party in the midterm (laughs) election. Do you think so? (laughs) Hello? Oh, my. And she said, I'm telling... I'm telling my fellow Democrats, if you all had fixed this before I got here, I wouldn't have to say these things. <laughs> well, it's there you go. Yes. So it's about yes. you then. Yes. Okay? It's not about anybody else. No. Uh, so, wow. you know, she said, of course I'm paying security. What, you'd rather see me die? Is that what you want? You want to see me die? You know, because that could be the alternative. I got too much work to do. So suck it up and defunding the police has to happen. That's what she so said. she'd rather see us die because we don't have important work to do. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. I guess. Wow. But I'm like, oh, yeah, and of course the Democrats are going, shh, shh. Great. Say maybe, that after the election. You know what? You need to sick the Easter bunny on her. Get, uh, get him to <laughs> shoo her off to the side. Well, and, you know, I mean, we've heard from so many, um, and, and I really hate, I hate to put myself in this position because I'm really, I got a lot of great friends that are Democrats. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't. I'm not one of those people, oh, you're a Democrat, I don't like you. No, 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 no. Right, no, it's, no, that, it's that, deeper that, than that. No, yep. this is a lot deeper than that. Yep. But when I have, when I see people d- that have a D after their name that people look up to, mm-hmm. okay, because they're celebrities, um, and they're sitting there paying umpteen gajillion dollars for security, mm-hmm. but screaming defund the police, right. it's like, okay, <laughs> another reason you're not like me. I take great comfort in seeing my local PD drive yes. down the street. Yes. Yay, thank uh-huh. you. Um, I'm sorry. Um, I don't have 300000 that I'm going to plunk down for private security. Right. Now, I got a couple of guys that deer hunt with me that if I, you know. <laughs> That's different. I slid them 100 bucks <laughs> yes, and say, hey, yes. stick with me, okay? <laughs> Just Excellent. put your hand inside your, your own coat. Personal, Just walk yeah, around, baby. All That's right. all you got to do. I'll buy you coffee, yeah, okay? You We're go. good. Yeah. Um, I got that. Yeah. And most of the guys I know got that. Yeah. You know, yeah. hey, little woman's going to go out grocery shopping. Can you just follow her down the road? Just keep an eye on her. Make sure nobody messes with her. Okay. Well, I'll that's gi- just I'll, creepy. I'll give you 20 bucks. What? That's creepy. I'm and saying I can do the security thing oh, okay. on the down low. All right. Okay. Yeah. But not 300,000. No. No. But when, you, when I have these celebrities saying, uh, you need, you need. Uh, where's my security? You guys in well, yeah, okay, the, good. Hu- the hypocrisy of it yeah, is that, that's what's just really cooks insulting. My carrots. Just, it does cook your carrots, it really doesn't does. it? It really does. <laughs> that double standard, yes. you know. And if, if you and I tried that <laughs> yeah. and said, you know, said, we've got security. Mm-hmm. You know, defund the police. Right. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, we, we have. You the, people don't need police. We have the chief yeah. of police from Sunapia. Yes. Okay, great guy. 
Um, and and I've said the same thing about first responders, fire, mm-hmm. uh, correction, uh, corrections officials, sure. uh, law enforcement, frontline people. Hello, we need we need them. you, man. Yes. I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, because you have to do a dirty job, right? And Jeannie and I get up, and every day mm-hmm. we got a pretty good chance that we're going to go home at right. the end of the day, right? Okay, um, in some of those vocations, mm-hmm. you're rolling the dice. That's right. That's right. Willingly, every yeah. time yeah. you go to work. And I'm sorry. Every day. Uh, uh, that, that, to me, is worth whatever we're paying you. Absolutely. And I don't want to hear anybody whine about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I really don't. Yep. Uh, because, you know, uh, you're responding to a fire. Okay. Mm-hmm. But maybe it was a fire that somebody set because they have a vendetta against an ex-spouse or a boyfriend or something. And they booby-trapped the house. And you're the one that's going to walk in there thinking, hey, I'm just going to put out a fire. But it's actually leading so now you're walking into somebody else's pre-planned mm-hmm. horror show. Even if it's not booby trapped, no. though you know it I takes know. on a life of its own, and there's always danger when you're putting out a fire. I, I just I, I know people who have been involved, sure, uh, in law enforcement who have been shot at, yes, uh, and hit, mm-hmm. and uh, wow, uh, cannot imagine, right? Cannot imagine, right? So. Um, so when I see, you're right, uh, spot on. When I see the hypocrisy mm-hmm. of uh, spending 300, I'm important. I have important <laughs> yes, work to do. Yes, yes. Oh, so you're better but than you us. you people don't need right, it. Right, right. Yes. It's like, wow. Because you're not doing all of this important work. Uh, it just it drives me nuts when I hear that stuff. Don't mm, get it. No, do not get it. No, no. So, I don't know. But that is the, uh, welcome to a brave new world, man. Yeah. Um, not loving it. No, I... I miss the 20th century. I really do. If this is progress, um, you can have it. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Pretty no, much, man. No. Um, so, no, I don't want it. 943 uh, is the time. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I, I keep looking for good stories. They're very, very hard to find. They, they really Few are. Few and far between. Uh, they, and I don't know why. Yeah. Um, because you know they're out there. They are. They are. They just don't get <laughs> the uh, attention that uh, they warrant no, many times. No. We're too busy, yeah, arguing with each other over some of the other stuff. We already touched on a really good story. The mask mandate for airlines, I'm so happy, <laughs> is, is going by the wayside. Yep. Yep. So now, we'll be able to breathe on the flight. Now, I, I should have talked about this with Sean this morning. Um, if you had uh, $2 million in, yes. the, in the bank, yes, could you live off the interest of that? I would think so. You think I couldn't? No. I, I, do you have any idea how much that is? <laughs> Are you asking me to do math? Yeah, because that is where this whole thing is going to fall apart. Yeah. Um, ideally, yeah. you don't want to draw down on the principal. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, you can, of course. So somebody who took $75,000 a year out of a $2 million account could coast for more than 25 years before the account ran dry. But when you talk about interest, okay, you're trying to decide if you can live indefinitely. That means you do not touch the principal, only the interest and the returns. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Again, any any ideas about how much? No. Well, um, 
Are you doing math? I'm just trying to, just trying to give you an idea. Uh huh. If you think you what, could annually, yeah, like how much it would be annually. Yeah, how much you could um, live off of? Uh, mm. Just just the interest on two million. Just the interest on two million. I don't know. Well, and and it's kind of what Sean was talking about: uh, index funds and you know, uh, certificates of deposit, T bills. Blah, 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 blah. There are different options. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, if you dump some some money into a high-yield savings account, uh, you get $12,000 income per year. Uh, dump some of the money into a T-bill, you could get 34000 income per year. Dump uh, um, some into a certificate of deposit, you could make 24000 a year. Uh, S&P 500 index funds, 200000 a year. You could do, okay. you know. You'd be all right. Yeah. So you could do it. Yeah. But you didn't, if you, and that that's just living off the. The, the interest. The interest. Yeah. If uh, you took, uh, what did I say? Uh, 75,000 a year. Yeah. You could coast for 25 years. Okay. Then you're broke. Well. Yeah. 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 That's so. all right. But, you know, again, um, things to think about. Uh, ideally, you want to leave that principle alone. Sure. Do not touch it. Sure. Live off the interest and sure. start scaling back. Um, everybody says, "Oh man, as soon as I retire, <laughs> my expenses go to nothing." No, not so much. Tax bills yeah. still come in. Insurance bills still come in. Doctors' right. bills are still there. Groceries still there. Lights are still there. I mean, there, mm-hmm. there's a certain stuff that's still there. It sure. Ain't, it ain't going away, kids. Yep. So plan accordingly. So all I need to do is get that two million and deposit it, so I can start lo- earning. Or living off the interest. See, you know what I've got to do? Uh, can we play I'm Going to Marry for Money? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there are a couple of problems with that for well, you. What? A, you're already married. Well, I can get divorced. <gasps> no, 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 no. <laughs> what, you didn't see that coming? <laughs> I'm going to uh, marry for you, money. You may end up doing that if she's listening to the show. Oh, she's not listening to the show. Oh, okay, wow. No. Um, All right. Does your Maybe old man we... listen to the show? Yeah. No, he doesn't. Oh, yeah. you, <laughs> you will be surprised uh, when he calls in the yeah. next five minutes. So maybe, speaking How of calls, How come he can say perhaps... that stuff and I can't? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, you get away with Because I'm not that... married to her, that's why. <laughs> so maybe we should take a break so you can call home and make sure everything's fine. I'm going to marry for money. I'll be so damn rich, it ain't funny. Uh-huh. 947, one of us will be back. Kind of food do you think I am? Do you think I am now? That's so smooth. It is. What kind the Tams, because <laughs> they used to wear those little Tam-O-Shanter hats. Really? That's why they were called right. the Tams. Yeah. What is that, 62, 63? Yeah, it says 63. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Just smooth, smooth stuff. 9.51 is the time. Uh, the snow is turned over to rain uh, right now. And, uh, it's just going to be... Uh, blowing out of here, um, and yeah. um, temperatures around f- mid forties to near fifty, I guess today. There you so, go. So yeah, uh, this stuff's not going to be around. No, but the ticks are going. <coughs> <coughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> Revenge. I can hear them gasping. Yeah. I love that. I yep. uh, got a uh, uh, Sportsman's Alliance sent me a um, press release. Uh, said today, <laughs> the New Hampshire Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee is hearing House Bill 1356, a bill requiring the Fish and Game Department to permit hunting gray squirrels year round. Under current law, the season runs from September 1 through January 31. Legislation was initially introduced to shorten the season by two weeks, but was amended to provide for a year-round hunting season during an earlier session of the House. Uh, Okay. Extensive testimony was heard about the destructive nature of gray squirrels. One of the individuals who provided testimony during the hearing was State Representative, soon-to-be State Senate candidate, Howard Pearl, who said the gray squirrels cost his maple syrup business between ten dollars and $20,000 per year. Additionally, Chairman Tim Lang uh, said that he was swayed by the fact that most other rodents, besides beavers, have a year-round season while gray squirrels had a restricted season. After the amendment was passed by the committee on February 1st, it went on to pass the House chamber on March 16th. So if uh, New Hampshire sportsmen would like to express their opinion on this legislation, contact members of the uh, Senate Energy and Natural Resources Protection Committee. Uh, Kevin uh, Avard is the chairman. Uh, Bob Guida is... uh, Vice Chair on that, uh, Senator James Gray, uh, Rebecca Quaka, and uh, Senator David Waters are the uh, committee members. Senate Energy and Natural Resources Protection Committee. You can say, hey, on the House bill on squirrels, yes, I support it. <laughs> okay. so I'm all for it. It just cracks me up. I know. It cracks me up because hunting squirrels. So you still can't, it's not like you can just pick them off from your kitchen window, right? I mean, you still have to go out. You haven't been to my house lately, have you? Okay, go ahead. Well, you could. (laughs) Other people can't pick them off from your kitchen window. You have to go out into the... So you have to have a concerted effort that you're going to go out hunting, and you're going to hunt squirrel. So so you've got your rifle, right? Are you hunting... A pellet gun. A pellet gun? Yeah, I'm not using a rifle. How big is is a pellet gun still like this? Yeah, okay. Thank you for correcting my terminology. Hey. All right, all right. So you're going out with a pellet gun. Thank you. You spot a squirrel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is this big. Yeah, exactly. I mean, boosh. What's left? And two, are you going to go then tromping through? I got him. Okay, let's put him in my pack. Well, let's go home. And I'm how much am I getting it. for squirrel tails and selling those bad boys? You're, you're not going to. Who's going to come and collect your squirrel tails? And then give you money for them. Meps. I don't know what Meps is. They're the people that make the fishing lures that use squirrel tails on the as their tractors. And they're paying. What? Do you have to bring the tails somewhere? No, we send them. Are you we mailing send them? them? You You're mail sending them, them in the. Oh, oh, that's so gross. Coming from a Still, woman that has okay. never seen Young Frankenstein. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Still, you're tromping out into the woods. Okay, so you got that one. Yay! Are you? What are you doing with the squirrel? Do you put them on ice? I doubt it. Where you go back and skin them right away. Then you go back out. Oh, look, another one. They're this big. It'd be just as wonderful to, to shoot mice. I, I, I just don't. Okay. They're so tiny. Like, poof, poof. And, and you're and, doing what with you're, it? you're right on the mice. You're right. And what do mice carry? Oh, I'm fine with eliminating them. I just can't picture going. Squirrels. I'm fine with eliminating. I I love it. I am all for you. you eliminating the squirrels. I just can't picture the hunt. It's not a hunt. Well, we just talked about hunting season for squirrel. 
So I'm picturing Elmer Fudd All their going t- out. Well, of course you are. Oh, of course you are. <laughs> Again, the woman who's never seen Young Frankenstein. Right. Okay. Yes, that is true. Um, the, the, the point you're missing yes. is the season was... Um, yeah, a short window of time, and now it's all year round. I'm all for it. I love it. Good. Go get it. I hate them around my the, the, yard. The season, the, they are pesky. The season was September 1st to January 31st. Yes. And some animal rights people yeah. said, we're going to shorten the season by two weeks. Yeah. Okay? Then somehow the bill got turned around to, now it's going to be an open season all year round. That's that's uh, the, the dichotomy of this thing. It's like, okay, we went... We were going to shut it down, make it even smaller. And then somehow, testimony came out and went, oh, it's cost maple syrup one guy. It's cost me ten twenty thousand $20,000 in sap line. Right. No. no. Okay, They're you're right. They're a menace. Yeah. They are a menace. So, yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. So. Do away with the squirrels. I just can't see being the person well, that's going to go out go and get a have a heart trap. No. Kill them. I just don't want to be the person of going out to don't. do the of hunting. Of course you don't. That just cracks me up. Well, that's all. That's, a, that's all. Well, no, just a commentary I, on the hunt itself. I didn't know Howard was losing that much in That is. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Well, because I remember when we've talked to him before and talking about that the lines, you know, and the maintenance in just gathering that sap, oh, all yeah. it takes yeah. is the damage in those lines. Yep. And oh, my goodness, how much that would cost. And That makes sense to uh, me. What, what, did, what did Howard have out? Uh, what is it, like 75 miles yeah of it was line. something crazy and how do you find a leak right now the right. thing the thing i thought was was always fascinating to me um they have natural gas pipelines out in california mm-hmm. okay um and when they had a leak in the pipeline mm-hmm. it's a gas yeah how do you know where the leak is yeah what they did was they put in something some chemical element that smelled like rotting garbage nice and so when there was a leak the condors and the buzzards would be circling over the leak that's that smelled clever. like garbage and all i had to do was look for the birds certainly i went that's, that's really genius. clever yeah that it was is. genius that yeah. is good yeah. i did not wow I, I you probably can't do that for maple syrup tubing well no you know but <laughs> no i just thought well, that's a great way to that find is a leak clever yeah, yeah for so, sure yeah, yeah. interesting uh we're running out of time this morning but uh there was a story i wanted to give props to uh maybe we'll do it tomorrow um, the Titanic sank. Yeah. Okay. Um, April fourteenth, fifteenth, nineteen twelve. Um, something you'd never hear about, which I thought was fascinating. A few of the passengers were on their way to New Hampshire. Hmm. Some of them made it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Some, actually, there were uh, uh, five people, and uh, they, well, um, uh, three made it. Uh, and I did not know that. Mm. And I've got a lot of books on the Titanic, so we'll talk about that tomorrow. Sounds just good. a nice local angle, which yeah. I really like. Yeah. But anyway, 10 o'clock, um, driving's better than it was a few hours ago. Just take your time. Don't be in a hurry. And uh, come on back tomorrow. We need all the listeners we can get. Have a great day. Drive carefully. Thanks for playing along. <laughs>